0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the We Call Bank podcast. Now, you might be wondering, where's Dallas? Where's Bradley that was supposed to be here 10 weeks ago, and he still hasn't aired on the episode. So it's pretty much just the me and Dallas show. But uh, Dallas is currently on vacation, and we missed two to three weeks of uh, podcast episodes, and I really just didn't want to miss another one. And I know on these, I keep saying, you know, maybe I'll come in during the week when, you know, something big breaks and I want to make a little short, uh, you know, episode or a little short snippet on it. Um, I said I was going to come in and do some of that, but, you know, people be procrastinating. Um, So I got to get back on that. But the topics for the podcast today, we got uh, Travis Hunter, you know, the hit, um, in the Colorado-Colorado State game. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Colorado's comeback win over Colorado State. We're going to talk about my fantasy football team since, uh, you know, we haven't recorded in a couple of weeks and I drafted, which is my first fantasy draft ever. So we'll go through the team. Y'all let me know what you think. The bench has obviously changed because this is three weeks into the season. So my bench is different. Um, and Some of the players I have I didn't necessarily draft. But, we'll, you know, we'll talk over that. And then uh, we got Falcons 2-0 and with wins over the Panthers and the Packers go Falcons you know that's my favorite team so we got to talk about it today and then Aaron Rodgers and Nick Chubb Aaron Rodgers suffering a torn ACL <clears throat> and Nick Chubb man that injury was gruesome I don't know if you saw the video of it but yeah no man's leg should be bending like that um and obviously that caused some some torn ligaments some things of that nature so we're going to discuss all those topics but starting it off Colorado comeback so Colorado wins over Colorado State, 43-35. to 35. Shador Sanders, 348 yards, four touchdowns, only one interception. I think that might be his first interception so far. Um, and then uh, Troy Horton for Colorado State, 133 yards and a touchdown. Had to throw him in there because Colorado couldn't stop him. Um, now, obviously, Travis Hunter goes out uh, due to the injury, uh, you know, and getting hit on the sideline. Um, was it a football play? Yes. Was it illegal? I mean, the hit technically isn't illegal, but the fact that he did it after the whistle is what, you know, the gripe is about. He didn't lead with his helmet, really. He hit him with his shoulder. So it's not like it was a bad hit in terms of, like, a football hit, but it was just a bad hit, an illegal hit in terms of it was after the whistle. Um, But, obviously, Colorado State, they start the game. I'm pretty sure they're down 14 points. Um, It might have been 14 to 3, but they were at least down two scores, I know. And me personally, I was watching the game, and I was thinking, man, it don't look good for Colorado, man. They came in hot. They came in. You know, the coach is talking. You know, Norville is talking about Dion taking the glasses off, taking the hat off. And, you know, it's just – you know, there was a lot of animosity going into the game. They were getting in fights after – not really getting in fights after every play, but they were shoving and pushing. Um, and, it, you know, there was just a lot of animosity going into the game. And Colorado State came to play, man. They're probably going in there. They're 0-1. They, they feel like they got nothing to lose. And Colorado's, you know, is coming in there thinking this is going to be a keg walk. They can't talk about my dad like that. You know, we're about to drop 50 on them. And it didn't go how they expected. Now, obviously, they dropped 43, so it is close to 50. But if you asked them before the game if they were going to let Colorado State score 35 points, they would have said no way. But, um, you know, with I can't talk about this without talking about the Travis Hunter injury. So we'll kind of link these together here. So Henry Blackburn, the linebacker or the safety um, comes in and makes a, a big hit on Travis Hunter. Uh, it looked like kind of a fade, uh, not really a fade to the end zone, but just kind of a fade to the sideline, um, I think is what the route was. Uh, so Travis Hunter's going up the sideline. It wasn't really that open. It was pretty it, it was pretty covered. Shador tried to put it on the money. Um, the first corner knocked it out, uh, or it might have been a little bit of an uh, underthrow or something. Anyways, the ball got knocked out, hit the ground, dead ball, whistle blown. And... Uh, Henry Blackburn's coming in hot, man. I don't know if he didn't hear the whistle. Uh, you know, the fans are probably loud. There's a lot of animosity going into the game. He could have blacked out. He could have, you know, just, you know, he probably wouldn't think straight, You know, there's a lot of uh, hype going into the game, a lot of eyes on him that probably aren't on him, you know, in any of their other games originally. So, you know, there's a lot going through his head. He makes a bad decision. He hits Travis Hunter after the whistle um, and uh, ends up, you know, causing Travis to uh, – you know, I guess it says you know they say lacerated liver, so I guess that means like a cut or I don't know you know if the bones cut it. I don't know how you know how that works, how that even happens, but uh, you know the the report is a lacerated liver, um, and they ended up just giving him like a unsportsmanlike call. Um, me personally, when I was watching it, I was like, man, that's got to be targeting or something, take him out of the game. But I mean, I guess because it was shoulder, it wasn't really helmet. If it was helmet, maybe they take him out of the game, but. Man, it's just tough to see, and I think Travis maybe even came in for a play or two after that injury. Uh, but when they went on, when they went to halftime, uh, the doctors didn't want him to go back in, so he ended up going to the hospital, and uh, now he's just got to sit out for two or three weeks, which is it's really tough for Colorado. Um, they got their two biggest challenges in um, Oregon and U- uh, USC, who I think is probably the best team in football right now, college football right now, probably USC. Um, Oregon's putting up a ton of points. They probably average like 70 points a game or something. So um, it's going to be interesting to see if they can still put up points without Travis Hunter. Um, I don't know if I'm really worried about their offense necessarily, but their defense is kind of like the, uh, I mean, if Colorado State's going to put up 35 on you, what is Oregon going to do? What is USC going to do with Caleb Williams? Like that's just not really a good look. Um, And you lose your best cover corner and Travis Hunter and, you know, not that the other corners aren't okay, but you're going to be going up against better receivers uh, at Oregon and, you know, obviously USC with, um, uh, you know, their range of, of weapons. So it's going to be interesting to see how many points they can put up, how many points they can hold them to. And I, like I said, I think the big struggle is going to be the defense without Travis Hunter, not really the offense. We know they got Weaver. We know we got, the you know, the fast running back. So, you know, it's just going to be interesting to see what they can do. But moving on from those two. We're going to talk about my fantasy football team. Now, we drafted this We drafted this a couple weeks ago. Obviously, we didn't do a podcast, so I couldn't talk about it. I think I had the second pick in the draft, and I ended up taking Josh Allen. I think the first guy I went with Patrick Mahomes. Obvious choice. Uh, I went with Josh Allen. but I'm just going to go down the positions. Now, this is a two-quarterback league with a super flex, um, or I guess y'all just call it super flex league. I don't know. It's the first one, so I don't know what y'all call it, but um... Quarterback Josh Allen, uh, running back uh, Miles Sanders. Second running back is DeAndre Swift. I took him off of um, what do you even call it? Just like the the waivers, or I don't even know what you call it. But anyways, I picked him up uh, one because Aaron Jones got hurt, and two because um, Kenneth Gainwell, I think, is who was the starting running back for the Eagles, went down. So not really went down, but, you know, wasn't going to play in the second game. So I put Swift in there, and he ended up balling out got me 30 points. So Swift is in there. Uh, Receiver one, we got Stephon Diggs, him and Allen. Uh, Second receiver, DK Metcalf. Kyle Pitts at tight end. Michael Pittman, Jr. at uh, one of the flexes. And then Jalen Waddle at the other flex. I think that's a pretty good, uh, you know, core of receivers. And then uh, flex quarterback, we got Matthew Stafford. Did have Baker Mayfield, too. He played really well. I threw him in last game because I had Aaron Rodgers and we all know what happened to Aaron. Rest, you know, rest up, you know, come back strong. But that's just rough, man. I really thought, you know, man, I got Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, and I got this, you know, pretty solid receiving and running back group. I thought I was going to be doing pretty good, but then Allen, I mean, then Rodgers goes down. And Baker played pretty well, so I can't complain. And Stafford, you know, he's going to do his thing. He's going to protect the football. He's going to get you some touchdowns. So I'm not mad at it. Kicker, Harrison Bucker, Cowboys, defense. Bench, we have Baker Mayfield, Aaron Jones, who, you know, had an injury, so that's why he's on the bench. Marquise Brown, Kadarius Toney, uh, Romeo Dobbs from the Packers. Tank Dell, Cole Komet. Um, Tank Dell, I kind of just picked him up. I dropped either Darnell Mooney or – no, I think I dropped Jalen Hyatt for him. I thought Jalen Hyatt might start off strong. He didn't really, so I, I had to drop him but I think he still could turn it around and be really good. Um, obviously, he came out of Tennessee, so we'll see. Um, hopefully, he doesn't start playing good because I literally just dropped him, but they did play the Niners, so what do you expect? Playing one of the best defenses, that's going to happen. But, yeah, that's the fantasy team so far. Not much else to talk about. Um, if y'all want to hear Dallas's team, since he isn't here, I'll go ahead and talk about that. Um, Dak Prescott at quarterback, You heard that correctly. That's probably not a good year to have Dak. I'm not going to lie to you. Brian Robinson, that running back, not a bad running back. I don't know if he's starting caliber, but, you know, we'll go along with that. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, uh, I think he was a touchdown machine last year. I think I had a chance to draft him, and I was like, you know, I really just don't see the hype around him. I didn't want to take a chance on him. I think I ended up taking a receiver. And I took Aaron Jones and Miles Sanders pretty late. I was kind of surprised they were still there, but – they were so I took them. Uh, Jamar Chase at wide receiver one. I don't know when he's gonna show up. Somebody needs to call the hotline because Jamar Chase he ain't doing well right now, and it's probably because Joe Burrow ain't doing well right now. But hey, I, I, you could you wouldn't have saw me taking Jamar that early. That's just that's just only you know, I don't know. Uh, Keenan Allen is a second receiver. I'm not mad at it, but he's kind of at that regressing age. Um and it's just like, when is an injury going to pop up? I just – I, me personally, I didn't feel safe taking him. Nico Collins for Houston, who would have thought he was going to ball out this year. But he's been playing really well. Um, I think he's in the top five for receiving yards in the league. So, a little bit surprising. But, hey, do your thing, Nico. Uh, moving on from that, we got Raheem Mostert at Flex. Not a bad choice. I, I don't mind that. CJ Stroud at Flex, uh, Super Flex. I mean – uh I'll have to look at the bench to decide if I really think that's the lineup he should be rolling with. Um and then the Dallas kicker Aubrey and Bills defense. Don't mind it when John, uh, Von Miller comes back. Um maybe that'll that defense will get better. We'll just have to see. Sam Howell on the bench. So, I mean that makes sense why CJ Stroud is in. Um we got Rashid, is that Rashid? Roshan Johnson. Roshan Johnson for the Bears running back. I haven't really paid attention to him too much. DeAndre Hopkins on the bench. He's probably dealing with an injury, so that makes sense. He's listed as questionable for Sunday. That's just another receiver that I'm not taking a shot on because of the age. Um, Josh Reynolds for the Lions. Not bad. Gabe Davis is someone I would probably start, even over Nico Collins, because when like maybe he continues to do well, but maybe he doesn't. I I don't know, man. And Tutu Atwell is somebody that I would probably start over him as well. But you know, you're kind of taking a shot of the dark, shot in the dark there. But I don't know. I would I would trust Matthew Stafford getting Tutu the ball more than I would C.J. Stroud getting Nico the ball. But who knows? You know, maybe I'm wrong. Darren Waller finished with five points. Um, and who does he have it tied in? Dallas Goddard. Yeah, I would probably start Dallas Goddard over him. That makes sense. And Nick Chubb, obviously, won't be back for the season. Is on injury reserve. All right, so moving on, we got the Aaron Jones and Chubb injury. Both kind of gruesome injuries, Chubb, more than Aaron. But, obviously, Monday night game starting off the season. All uh, right, with the first Monday night football game. And four or five plays in, Aaron Rodgers drops back. Yeah, uh, they end up getting pressure on him and... The guy kind of rolls over him, gets Aaron gets his foot stuck, and it pretty much, just imagine, like, you were going to sprint, right? And you put your foot all the way back to sprint, you know, to run, and it just, like, toe down, like, imagine, like, leaning forward with your toe still on the ground, like, toe, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just, ooh. Basically, it just kind of stretched his calf out, so far, and it ended up just tearing his ACL, um, and y- you know your leg just not supposed to move like that. So, unfortunate, man. I, I like I said, I drafted him in fantasy. I expected him to have a really good year with Garrett Wilson, and that's unfortunate. Um, you know, for him, uh, with the age that he's at, it's going to be a you know a long hard road to recover from an ACL tear. But I mean, if anybody can do it, you know I believe he can do it. I believe he wants to come back and play for Garrett for the team um and they got the defense you know they they still have a chance to squeak into the playoffs here with any quarterback um matt ryan is available uh, you know i know the jets fans might be like what but look you need somebody that can you know handle the pressure to an extent and you know is going to be calm cool and collected and i think matt ryan is not a bad choice um i don't really know who else you're going to take a shot on is it carson Wentz? come on guys carson Wentz. but i, I don't know uh I mean Carson isn't a bad option. He's going to be a little bit more mobile, but I don't know. It's rough, man. But Nick Chubb, you know, man, that injury was nasty. I don't know if y'all saw the highlight, uh, not highlight, but that's that's really bad to say highlight. Like it's a man, you get what I'm trying to say. You, have y'all seen a video of it? Because like I said, your knee, your knee is not supposed to bend that way. I don't know if y'all have used the knee before, but there's only one way it's supposed to bend. And it ain't sideways, and it ain't forward. Technically, it's bending back. But the point more. But the point of the story is, Nick Chubb uh, dislocated his knee. You know, tore three ligaments and uh, has some cartilage damage. So that's going to be a long road to come back. And a knee injury, man. That's that affects you know your 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 juke your your like lateral movement. Um, now Chubb is more of like a. A downhill running back but he also is elusive and that's what makes him good because he can he can you know juke out the defenders and still have enough momentum to mow through the guy so that's just a tough injury to having this early on they were kind of splitting carries with Kareem Hunt to keep Chubb fresh but man that's just a devastating blow you know to the to the Browns offense and you know Deshaun's not back to himself yet so Man, it sucks for Cleveland fans. I feel for y'all. I used to use the Browns back in the day because I was more of a like ai am gonna use the worst team in the game kind of guy. Not taking shots at y'all because y'all were the worst team in the game, but y'all just happened to be the worst team in the game for a couple of years. So, yeah, it's tough. Uh, you know, hopefully he comes back quick because he's a fun player to watch. Man, he really is. Shout out to the Georgia boy, Nick Chubb, and his brethren, Sony Michelle, retired in the in the preseason. All right, so moving on. Um, Atlanta is two and zero, leading the division, the NFC South. I don't. Well, technically they're tied with the Bucks. I want to say the Bucks are two and zero. So technically we're tied with them. But first game we play the Panthers. All right, and we end up winning twenty four to ten. Now early on it was a little shaky, man. The pass rush was getting to us. Brian Burns. Uh, I think they have Derek Brown. They were they were coming after us. I, I'm not going to lie to you. And, you know, the game plan from then on out was run the ball, man. Run the ball. Get the ball to Bijan. Get the ball to Tyler Algier. Don't even give him a chance to get the Ritter. And people were complaining about, you know, us not passing the ball. And I was kind of one of those guys. You know, I'm like, man, we need to air the ball out because, you know, we're just going to get so predictable that they can just sell out on the run. And even though they were probably selling out on the run, they couldn't stop Bijan, man you know, flip the ball out there to him into the flat and, you know, watch him go to work. Two guys come free. It don't matter. He's going to juke them both out. And then you got, you know, one-on-one blocks up the field. So if Bijan can continue to do what he's doing now and make the first guy miss, it's going to make the blocking so much easier on everyone else because, okay, we'll, we'll let this guy come through. We know Bijan's going to juke him out. So that's one less guy we got to worry about. Now we're blocking one-on-one. So, you know, like I said, if he can keep doing that, it's going to be – one-two punch with him and Tyler Algier and you know people say Tyler Algier is that north-south running back and I agree he he is more of a north-south running back but look at him last year without Bijan he he can he can make people miss too don't get it twisted and you're gonna need more than one guy to tackle him so you know pound the rock with Tyler Algier wear him down you know get that d-line tired and then flip it out to Bijan man get him in space get the speed going And uh, no one's gonna catch him. No one's gonna tackle him one on one. Kind of like Cordell. And when Cordell comes back, y'all gonna see. Now you got three running backs. You can put Cordell out wide. You can put Bijan out wide. You might you might see a package with Cordell, Bijan, and Tyler Algier. Tordell, Cordell, and Tyler uh, Tyler in the backfield. Cordell out wide. Bijan out wide. Maybe you got you got Cordell at fullback. But really, it's going to Cordell. You know they do some weird motions. Like you got three crazy good playmakers. You got Kyle Pitts. You got Drake London. It can be. Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Tyler Algier, Cordell, Bijon, all those guys out there. And you don't know who's getting the football because no matter who gets the football, they're going to make a play. So it's going to be really exciting to see uh, when Cordell gets back. Now, he should be back this week, I want to say, but if they sit him another week, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, get him really, really 100% because, you know, he's a weapon too. He can juke you out, but he's also big, man. He's big, not Derrick Henry big, but he's tall, man. He's got some some weight to him. He's strong. Um and he's kind of like a mix of Alger and Bijan. He's got the ability to make you miss, but he's also got the ability to run through you. And uh, maybe he, you know, starts returning some kicks since he's going to be the third running back kind of on the depth chart. So maybe we see him back there returning some kicks, trying to get that uh, record-breaking uh, return. Uh, and then moving on, Packers, we went 25-24. Bijan went for 124 yards on the ground. Drake London actually got involved. I think he had about 60-70 yards. Pitts caught one ball. Um, could have had two, but it ended up being a holding call. So we got to get him more involved, and it can't just be get him involved when the play breaks down and Ritter's running all over the place and then he finds him, which that's fine too, but we need more, you know, designed runs. Kind of like how we started the last game, we got Drake London a screen pass really quick. We need to do the same thing with Kyle Pitts. Get him out wide, throw him a bubble, throw him a screen, throw him a a, a smoke route, whatever we got to do. We need to get him the ball, get him – some touches, no matter how it is, I don't care if it's reverse sweeps, I don't care if it's like I said, bubble smokes, whatever. We got to find a way to get him the ball, get him involved because it's any. It's like playing basketball. You get your teammates involved, they're going to be more willing to play defense. Not that you have to play defense when you play on offense, but you know, you get your, you get your teammates involved, you get their their confidence up, and the whole team's just going to progress. Um, and you know, they say they don't. Th- these guys don't care if they get the ball or not, but let's be real. If you three games into the season and you got one reception and you know you're that talented, you might be thinking, like, you know, where's the door, man? Because I'm, I'm trying to get – when you're that good, I'm trying to get the ball. So, y'all can say what you want about, you know, they're okay with it, but, uh, you know, I don't know how true that is. But um, Atlanta's 2-0, none, nevertheless. Um, Jordan Love played good. But in the fourth quarter, we got, like, three or four, four and outs, three and outs. Um and you know that ended up winning us the game. We got to get back on offense, get a couple uh, you know field goals and a touchdown to to take the lead. And then with about 50 seconds left, the defense showed up. So um, I'm not mad at it. Ritter had some questionable throws in that game, but after the after halftime, you know he kind of came out and you know calmed down a little bit, and he made some pretty good throws in the fourth quarter. So I can't complain. He's going to get better. That's all I got to say. Now. Last topic of the day is kind of going to be me going through next week's football schedule. So, uh, we're going to pull that up and I'll go through who, uh you know, what my predictions are. All right. So, we got Falcons, Lions. You know, I got to be a little biased here. I'm going with the Falcons. uh Lions got a pretty good pass rush, but, you know, we're more of a running team anyway. And the way we play, we're going to run the ball a lot. We're going to wear the D line down. And then we're going to get into the passing game. So,. I think we'll always be more of a second-half team just because we'll have to wear down the lines first. But, you know, I, I expect us to get the win there. Almond Ross A. Brown's going to be a tough matchup. And we're going to have Terrell on him, obviously. Maybe Akuda's is going to be back. So that will take some stress off, you know, of putting, having to put Trey Flowers in because that boy cannot cover. Respectfully. Respectfully. He's a good special teamer. He's tall. He's strong. But I just – He was struggling a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, Chargers-Vikings. That's a tough one. Captain Kirk versus Justin Herbert. I love Justin Herbert. Uh, I think he's a great quarterback. I'm going to go with the Chargers. Um, Saints-Packers. Now, y'all might call me crazy, but I'm going with the Saints. I think the Saints uh, will get the win over the Packers, even though I think the Packers have a better team. The Saints have a pretty good defense, and I trust Derek Carr with the ball more than I trust a lot of quarterbacks. And Jordan Love, you know, he's still getting his feet wet. So I'm going to go with the Saints over the Packers. Texans, Jaguars, I mean, I'm going Jaguars. I think the Texans are good. They're, I think they're better than people think, but they're not on that way. And they just lost Derek Stingley Jr. for like six to eight weeks, I think. So it's going to be tough for the Texans to, you know, to do anything with that Jaguars offense. The receivers, they got a lot of weapons. I'm going Jags, Trevor Lawrence. Broncos, Dolphins. Listen, you got to go with the Dolphins. That offense is just very explosive. And I don't think the Broncos, you know, can – I don't think their offense is going to be able to compete. Even if, you know, the Broncos put up 20 points, the Dolphins are going to put up 35. So I'm going with the Dolphins. Titans, Browns. Browns obviously losing Nick Chubb. Um, But I'm still going to go with the Browns. The running back they had come in for him played really well. I think the Browns have a little bit of more – a little bit of better offense. D-line for the Browns is better than the Titans, and I think I think the the Browns are going to put pressure on the Titans. I'm going Browns. Bills, Commanders. Commanders obviously have a really, 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 really good D-line, but I'm going to go with the Bills, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Need them to do well in fantasy, and I think they will. Taking the win over the Commanders. Colts, Ravens. Anthony Richardson is out, so that's just automatic Ravens for me. Um, Ravens over the Colts. Quarterback, you know, disadvantage for the Colts. So I'm going Ravens. Patriots, Jets. People need to start Jordan Addison in that Ravens game. By the way, but uh, wait, is it Jordan Addison that I'm thinking of? Who's the quarter? Who's the, who's the receiver I'm thinking of? Zay Flowers. That's who I'm thinking of. Zay Flowers. You know, Odell's out, so he's probably going to move into that number one role. People need to start him in fantasy. But moving on. Um, let's see, who we got now? Patriots, Jets, man, did we go Mac Jones? I feel like it's going to be a battle of the defenses, but I think the Jets have enough to pull it off. Zach Wilson, I feel like he's going to have a good game against the Patriots and maybe shut up some of that narrative that he's not going to be able to, you know, do enough to win. Hopefully he does. I want Zach Wilson to do well, but. It's been rough for him, man. It has been rough for him. Panthers, Seahawks. A little bit of bias here, but I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I used to like the Seahawks, so I'm going to go with Geno over to the Panthers. Bryce Young will not be playing. It'll be Andy Dalton, so quarterback differential again. I'm going Seahawks. Chiefs, Bears. Bears have been struggling, man. I'm going to have to go with the Chiefs. Justin Fields hasn't been able to, been able to, to stay alive in the pocket. Lions not doing him any justice, so we're going to go with the Chiefs. Cardinals, Cowboys Sunday at 4 4- 25. Is that really a game we want to be watching? I don't know. But it's there. um Josh Jobs taking on Dak Prescott. Cowboys have just been mauling people. Obviously, they lose Trayvon Diggs to an ACL tear. Unfortunate. I'm going to have to go with the Cowboys. So, Steelers, Raiders, Sunday night football. I'm going with the Steelers. I think they're just a better team all around. And we're going to, you know, they're going to go in there and kick their butts obviously you got Jimmy G at the quarterback so they're going to be they're not going to be an easy out. They're not going to be an easy out but I got to go with the Steelers. Eagles Bucks. I feel like that could be a good matchup. You got uh the Eagles who are obviously one of the best teams in the league and you got the Bucks who are also 2-0 and Baker has been playing really well. So, me personally I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going Bucks and Baker Mayfield. Um Bucks got some weapons and eagles got a better team but i'm going with the upset buccaneers over the eagles and then Bengals rams i'm going with another upset which i don't even know if it's an upset anymore uh rams Bengals. i got to go with the rams matthew stafford is playing good and who knows people may you know be likely to start two two in this game so that's gonna do it for the podcast guys i hope you have enjoyed i'll catch you in the next one deuces